Hello and welcome to Mimi UU. I'm Mimi Nicklin, the host of the show. This podcast is anonymous and it's audio only without names to protect from unconscious bias or judgment and to allow true empathy to grow. The goal of the show is to share diverse stories from around the world by giving people a platform to share openly so that other people like you can understand diverse realities from around the globe. We exist to create empathy and not just talk about it. Welcome to Me, Me, You, You. Hello and welcome back to Me, Me, You, You. It's always a highlight of my week when I get to meet new guests and hear new stories from diverse parts of our world and life. Today, my guest is going to talk about communication, really making himself heard in the world and making himself understood, which of course is fundamental to empathy, to us understanding each other and being able to talk to each other. But before we kick off, I always ask my guests if they're comfortable with the fact that this is a totally anonymous podcast and that your identity won't be revealed. Does that sound good for you today? Mommy, sounds great, sounds great. Wonderful. Well, listen, let's start with the wider context of why you wanted to come on the show today. I know that you have had a journey with stuttering and with being able to really communicate smoothly and easily um, from school up until up until today. So why don't you tell us why you wanted to join the show today? Officer Louis, so uh, first off, thanks for calling me um, for a show and, you know, um, and, and, and making part of your uh, whole journey as well. Um, apart from that, yeah, so I've, I've seen I've seen a couple of snippets and, 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 I've, and I've seen the cause you kind of laid out to the people that is sharing uh, stories of people and, and kind of having that, 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 that empathetic connection with the viewers and, and the speakers, even without seeing them or knowing them, which is, which is, which is brilliant if you ask me. Uh, but for me, my, my, my personal ideology or, or something I believe in is kind of sharing awareness. It kind of letting people know, hey, you know, you're not the only one over here kind of like overcoming uh, stage fright and whatnot. you like, there are people as well, like like me and whoever, and there is always light, light, you know, on the on the end of the tunnel, uh, as they say. And for me, I I I've had my I have my my rough share of um of overcoming stuttering that is essentially being in front of the audience, this that, and it was great to be honest, like the journey, and I believe that's what made me be better. So I think today I'm I'm just here to reflect on that and kind of. Share my story in that, yeah. Wonderful. Tell us all, when you were younger, you mentioned to me that this was something that you went through at school. So help us understand what it was like to be you, to see the world through your eyes at that time when you were stuttering and when you found it hard to perhaps say the things you wanted to say when you wanted to say them. What was that like? Mm. Oh sure. So I think I think the best way to explain that is going to take you back to my Aditya in in middle school, right? And uh, middle school me was like, hey, peak puberty, and, and at that time in a very competitive environment, and in that environment for you to kind of adapt and overcome was really tough, purely because when everyone else is going for opportunities, everyone else is going for events and uh, sports events, there is you who 
really want to voice your opinion, but you just cannot because you know you're going to start a... I've spoken in, a, in another podcast about this as well. It's like essentially being trapped inside your own body. You, you, you're kind of restricting yourself just to avoid failure, you know. And for me as a kid, it was, it was a huge struggle. Uh, I still remember in in classes, um, the uh, a teacher came about and asking for a, for, a, for a participation for a competition. And I really wanted to go for it. But I raised my hands and, and, and I tried to talk about I tried to talk for it. And then I remember my classmates around me is like, man, just 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 forget about it. You know, it, it, uh, it's not meant for you. And it, it, it was it was a it was a huge hit to my to my confidence and which equal insecurities, along with everything that's happening around those peak middle school years. But apart from that, I feel like what got me through that is all these obstacles as well. So one thing I strongly believe in is. These obstacles and these hardships are what makes you a person, is what trains you to be a better, stronger person. And to me, I'm I'm kind of I have a I'm kind of glad I went through all these hardships purely because that's what pushed me to kind of overcome it. And you talk about then being trapped inside your own body and other people passing judgment. So they're saying, you know, that that's not an opportunity for you. You should, you know, not apply yourself, not not try and get involved. How does that, as you've just explained there, you know, turn you around to saying, I want to take this challenge, this judgment, and get over this this stuttering that's holding me back? So here's the thing, right? So me as a person, I'm very I'm very energetic person. Ever since I was a kid, I was known as the the, the hyper guy as a, as a kid. Because of that, ever since I was kind of because I'm a stammering issue, I'm a stuttering issue. I was kind of pushed back a lot, and I had to. I needed an outlet. I needed to to come out of my own shell and kind of go out there. Because at the end of the day, something what I believe in is no one can fight you in battles, and you're your you you are your own motivator. So whatever at the end of the day happens to you, the only person who can can take you out of it is you itself. And this is what I realized myself. Because I remember I'd gone back to my house and I kind of I kind of I was I was, I was in tears and I was I was telling my mom, "Hey, this is this was happening in school." So for me, I I, I took it as a challenge, and to make that even even better, I I kind of shifted countries, I shifted school, right from that happened to to India, right, and and that's like a huge transition as it is because you're going from a very comfortable environment in Dubai, a very different environment, and, and then you and then you get popped into India, which is a wholly different uh, ball game, right? And I feel like as as opportunities or as as things arrive at you, you need to adapt. Right, what I believe is in adapting and thriving, and for me, India was a huge changing uh, game for me. Where essentially I had to adapt, I had to, I, I, like, there was no other choice but to adapt and, and kind of figure out, hey, how can I overcome this? So what I did is I put myself more out there. I started taking opportunities, even though I know it's not something I've done in the past. It's something I'm not good at. I still took up opportunities purely because I wanted to. I would put myself out there and kind of let myself adapt to it. As it comes, you know, and that was the the start of my change. Yeah, and let's let's talk about that culture shift for a moment because, you know, as you mentioned, you went from uh, an environment in the United Arab Emirates, which is perhaps more organised, more systemised, more structured than than life in India. How did you find the response from the education system, your teachers in India, to the stammering challenge? versus the educators or people around you in the UAE? Was there a shift? There was never a positive shift because at the end of the day, 
India is huge, right? And and I just imagine like even the schools are like are like 10x more more competitive than than Dubai and more crowded than Dubai. So no teacher, no no person could give you that individual attention and kind of be like, hey, you're good. Even in India, I was taunted a lot actually, especially in the beginning, being a new student and whatnot. But as I came up, I started talking a lot. I started. I realized I had a voice. You know, I realized hey, all these years I wanted to talk, and I wanted to. I really wanted to voice some opinions. So India was. I would call India my my transition period, my biggest changing period. And what's funny is that then I came back to Dubai to complete my high school. It was a bizarre. It's a very bizarre uh, uh, shift, and I would say Dubai was 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 more like my my finishing lap. Right. And Dubai was at that time was great. So I did my grade eleven and twelve uh, CBSE in uh, Dubai, which was amazing because that's when I kind of had my my full circle moment. There was a position uh, open for um, in in student council called sports captain, right? And um, I wanted to go for it because I remember as a kid I used to see these these prefectorial board on the on the on the stage and they look all glorious and very very uh, to the point. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I, I didn't want to get there. Once you offer the sports cap position, you you have to give a speech in front of the entire school, and I think that I think that was the first time I I was ever giving a speech as well. And I remember I was hyping myself up. I was like, I was I was self affirmations, and I was talking to my friends, and I did everything I could. And one thing about me is I'm a very competitive person. So what drove me even more was my competition across me. Who was the more favored one, which made me the 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 whole underdog effect and whatnot, which which made me push even further. But I still remember in front of 300, 400 people, I ran in front of the stage and I gave one of the most amazing speeches in my life I've given. And it was honestly, I really wish it was recorded, but it was sadly not recorded. But it was it was my wedding speech and I and, and I got the position as well, purely because of the speech and, and the way I kind of got the crowd with me. Uh, but like sharing my story and over there as well, sharing my story about my excess energy and my, my hyperness bag, but I kind of put that to my use. So I feel like it was a full circle moment. And and if you ask me what I've learned from this is just a couple of things that is, hey, embrace the hardships because at the end of the day, these are what makes you a person. Essentially, just take them take them with a positive outlook that there is going to be good after that. Second is just it's just go at it that the because for me if I gave up from like hey I'm, I'm I, this is who I am I cannot escape stammering I, I would have never come across I would have just sat there I would have just stammered across and I would have just just accepted my fate and just just went across but I decided hey this is not who I am this is not what I want to be therefore I kind of push myself even further and kind of I got myself out of it I I love that and you know congratulations on your story because I think for someone with a a stammer if I if I try and empathize if I try and imagine what it was like for you to step out onto the stage in front of three or four hundred people knowing that speaking is not the smoothest experience for myself that's uh that takes as you said a lot of a lot of conviction and a really brave uh, state of mind so tell me when you were going through this process and for anyone listening who who struggles with this themselves or has a friend or family member no, for some people, simply setting your mind to change, perhaps that feels a very daunting task. Did you have other support? Did you have a, a therapist of some sort or a specialist or support from your family? Because, of course, you know, to stutter and to stammer, 
is it becomes a habit right in the body and, and overcoming that do you think it was truly sort of power of the mind or were there other things that helped you progress in that journey for me in the beginning uh like in dubai my, my, my middle school time i was given this speech therapist so what the speech therapist did for me is he, she gave me techniques and she gave me hey this is what you're going to do like speak slowly and this and that what she did for me is more than techniques and tips is she gave me confidence she allowed me to talk more confidently so i feel like all these support functions that is therapist family guidance this that is just more of a a confidence booster because at the end of the day stammering what i believe for me worked is gaining confidence right i beat my insecurities and i got confident which complemented my my the way i speak and kind of negated the whole um stammering issue because of that for people for um, for the audience uh, listen to this like the right mix of solution for stammering and starting again right? lack of confidence so of course a little bit of techniques and tips like speaking slowly or or kind of prolonging your words while pronouncing you it is all great is good information to keep in mind but at the end of the, but, but the end of it is all about confidence building is all about hey you know what i can talk i want to be in front of people talking and you yourself fully knowing it as you mentioned conviction and just fully believing the idea that I can talk and I want to talk to people and therefore I will put myself in positions of that sort will always do the trick or will always take you to the finishing lap it's all in your mind at the end of the day there's a lot of training to do there's a lot of it's, it, it takes time it takes it takes lessons it takes like as i said hardships and whatever to kind of to kind of fast track it but for me personally this is was this is what worked out for me building confidence and using a bit of these techniques absolutely and you know i, I want to ask you much of that resonates with me i i personally haven't had a an issue with a stammer before but i really resonate and connect with your story around you know settling your mind to something and committing to making a change or creating a change and you know setting your mindset to to go for that what do you think the role of practice is and The reason I ask you this is because public speaking um is more and more something that organizations ask me to speak about and ask me to talk to their teams about and it's a question that people often ask me. So I would love your views on that. You know, once you had overcome some of these confidence issues, you been on the stage in your high school, you you've got your position on the council, you're you know, leaving school, going into young adulthood. How how what what type of role did practicing speaking on a stage to audiences play for you and do you think other people can learn from that It's funny cuz if my middle school itself saw me right now and I would be like wait 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 what's going on you know cuz today I give a lot of talks I'm I'm go for a lot of these uh they invite me as a guest speaker and might be a judge uh to be honest I mean I have this event come up this couple of events come in July where I'm as a guest for a, an entrepreneurship event So it's really I believe I've had a I'm grateful for opportunities I've received and it's kind of had a good have a good transition right now to where I am and as so transition to university after my um after my high school I just went for every opportunity I could get my hands on and not only ties into examining but ties into how you live your life and and how you want to live your life because because I believe because so right now I'm in a lifestyle of reading a lot of books our mindset our business a lot finance a lot about productivity and a couple of things what i've gathered is um you can choose the reality you want to live in at the end of the day. you you can choose literally you can choose it 
for that to happen is all is all about mindset like you need to have a positive outlook to life you need to you need to kind of you, you 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 don't realize this but your thoughts the content you consume the people you're around with they strongly strongly impact the way you live and the reason i'm saying putting this out there is cuz all ties up at the end of the day thoughts you have about yourself the thoughts you have anything out there positive negative whatever it is it does affect your day to day life cuz for me if i imagine i'm thinking every day hey i i i want to get this finished or 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 um i really want to go for this talk and and present this uh conversation i believe that will manifest as it is or or that will happen in my life because i'm thinking about it constantly and it will come to action in my life it will materialize in my life in university i was again part of the council i was a football team i was part of my, my band it's purely because i jumped at it i really wanted to experience the entire university life and then as i transition from university as i as i was get go to my final years i realize hey you know you need to start working you need to start getting work experiences again it's all about me jumping opportunity me talking to people and and like mentors helped me a lot at that time especially when it comes to professional standpoint i had a good mentor who taught me and this is what you're going to do linkedin your cv and this and that i think right now what i what i tell myself is if i go if i go on a stage is hey this is it's just a conversation and and you're just, you're just going to have it and have a good time with it and cuz i feel like people are very are very consumed in the thought that hey what are they going to think about me or 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 what opinion will they will they will they shape after you talk i think one thing i've kind of trained myself at least i've spoken myself a lot multiple times as as growing up is i i'm not too concerned about what people think about me like i don't i don't put value in that like at, at least at least to an extent that is kind of help me be my authentic self and do what I what I love because for me right now Sarah Moon little venture Sarah Moon company in in and in, into youth uh, development career development I feel like it is very much needed I want to ask you about that last point there so you mentioned you started a business and that's in sort of youth uh, career and and progress why did you do that why why did you choose to set up your own business versus for example going into the corporate world I've been copied world throughout the university. I mean, I've, I've just left my day job about uh, 2-3 months ago purely because I want to fully dive into my my startup. And what I've realized is, you know, I, right now the the good thing about being relatively young is hey, you have you have time, you you have you have so much energy, but the one thing you're lacking in is knowledge. That so there's one thing really. So I started started picking up the habit of reading books, reading articles, studying. I'm doing a course right now as well. So I think the one advice I could give people in their twenties, early twenties, late twenties, whatever it is, is again, because I, because I'm in twenties, I, I can better say that is use that to advantage. Use that, use that every month, every week, every year as an advantage to to get ahead, get get ahead of your goal. That is, start right now. Is is what I'll say. Anybody I talk to, right? Like if you keep on thinking about it, and if you keep prolonging it. I mean, inspire me. The buy, I, I jumped at it. I after my day job, I got my couple of good people around me, and I, and I started to work on it. Today, I have a team of fifteen people. We have connections in all, all across a lot of universities in Dubai and schools, and we're and we're creating community as we speak. I, I, I always had entrepreneurial uh, spirit in me. I always wanted to start my own thing ever since I was in university, or to be precise. And I realized, you know what? I see there is a lack in this environment. I see there isn't. a platform dedicated for the youth trying to support and help them grow 
and I had to I had to jump at it because I had for me I was luckily luckily I had a good mentor who taught me hey, this is what you're gonna do and all this. So I realized why not amplify that voice? Why not be a mentor but but to a larger crowd and as a unit? So this is somehow this is this is how Inspire kind of started out. Whereas I thought that a lot of people out there we, we, that these information should be passed on to as well and how to come up. And that's how I started Inspire with. With a good person, I kind of trust as well. And this is how we kind of climb the ladders. And today, we're kind of, we're actually legitimizing the next month. We have a service where we're launching this month. So, so everything is is is, is coming to place. I'm grateful for that. I feel like this story has really inspired a lot of understanding in terms of resilience and confidence, not just in overcoming the, the stuttering or the stammering that was potentially challenging for you in your younger years, but... Also, I, I feel a great sense of confidence in your direction and in who you believe you are and want to be. And I think for many listeners, that's a real lesson, again, in understanding how young entrepreneurs such as yourself believe in their power to change the world. And from my point of view, the more of you, the better, because our world definitely needs some change. So my last question today, I ask every uh, one of my guests is would you like to rename anonymous or would you like to um, share your identity today hey guys i'm aditya krishnan and i'm in dubai and yeah to give it, um, if you've heard that entire conversation you'll also kind of figure out i'm running uh, my own organization called inspire me dubai you can check us out on whichever channel is available that is instagram tiktok whatever and yeah, if you have anything, you need, you reach out and you feel free for it. And I would, I'd love to have a chat with you guys. Thank you, Aditya, for joining us and for sharing your identity so that other people can reach out to you and talk to you a little bit more. To everyone that tuned in today, thank you. I think this has been a story of confidence, of resilience, of overcoming challenge, but also doing that at a potentially younger age than some of us on the show today. Um, and seeing the world as full of opportunities for us to change and create the destiny that we believe our world needs. Thank you very much for being here. Please do subscribe and follow us across platforms as we try to create more empathy in the world. I'm Mimi Nichten. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us today on Mimi UU. This episode is one in a series that has been designed to create empathy in our world. If you would like to join us on the show, please click on www.joinmimiuu.com or follow us across social media at MimiUU Show. I believe that the more the world talks about empathy, the more empathy the world will have. And I hope that this show is the beginning of doing just that.